welcome to My Truth Official with your host, Soulflower. Join me every week as I share wisdom, light, guidance, and truth. If you have arrived here, you are definitely in the right place and love has guided you here. The truth can be brutal, difficult to hear, and painful to accept. Yet I believe that the truth is absolutely necessary. Thank you for allowing me to serve you with love and truth. The truth doesn't need explanation. It either is, is or it isn't. Is, or it isn't. Is, or it isn't. kind of woman who will walk away when you talk about rape, abuse, or addiction. I won't flinch when you walk in covered in dirt, muck, or inner shit. I won't judge your story of neglect, betrayal, or trauma. I won't try to rewrite your suicidal thoughts or self-hatred. I won't ignore your cry. I won't back away from your drool, your vomit, or your blood. I won't deny the relationship you have with your womb, work, or the unseen. I won't belittle your body image or your self-wisdom. I won't pretend I have an answer for you. I won't compare your divorce, breakup, or loss to another. Because I believe you. I believe you. When you say what you've been through, what you're in, and all that you carry. I believe it when you say that you're tired, that you've tried, that you want to, that you will. I believe you now. I will continue to believe in you because I am the kind of woman who holds space for you, your sister. What does it mean to hold space for another person? It means that we are willing to walk alongside another person in whatever journey they are on without judging, without judging them or making them feel inadequate, trying to fix them, trying to impact the outcome. When we hold space for another person, we open our hearts, offer unconditional support and let go of all judgment and all of the control. So yeah, so let's get into it. So what I've come to learn in my research about taking up space is a few things. Um, One thing I've learned that for me, like sometimes I'm selective in who I, I said take up space. That's my song. Take up spaces. Um, But who I hold space for. And sometimes I'm a little selective 
and who I hold space for. But what I've come to understand is that as a healer on this planet, the work that we're here to do is not just for select people. It's for the entire planet, right? No matter, like you can heal up, for example, you can heal up everybody in your family and all the people in your cipher. You can heal up all those people. But if you're not healing the world on a global scale, like you your healed self and your healed people have to interact with people that are unhealed. So this work is for every single person that has ears to hear and eyes to see. So I can't be selective. Um, the other thing I understand in this is that I have, um, I have a habit. (laughs) I have a habit of no, not, not, not that I have a habit. I have come to understand that um, what I have been doing is not necessarily holding space because I come in like the Calvary, right? And when I come in, we, okay, what we finna do? We're about to get this done. We're about, okay, I need you, right? I'm the person that you call when you're ready to get some things done. Like, and that's real. Like I'm the, I'm probably the closer. You know, because everybody has a position that they play. I realize that as caring as I am, and I really do care, and sometimes I care too much to my own detriment, and that's something that I'm learning. Um, I care too much that there are times that I can't fix it. And that I also know that I've learned that people are doing absolutely positively exactly what it is that they want to do, right? You can have the key to the city. You can have all of the, um, you can have all of the answers. You can have every possible answer in the world for them, right? You can have every possible answer for them in the whole wide world. But if they're not ready, if they're not ready for the resolve, they still want to stay stuck in victimhood or they just not ready to face whatever it is that they need to face to move forward because that's a huge thing. Sometimes I think we come or I come in and I'm trying to drag them to resolve, but they want to be a victim. They want to sit in that pain. Like, Oh my God, why would they do that? They want an understanding. I think I've been there. A lot of people have been there. We want an understanding as to why would somebody do this? Like, and we get stuck in that phase. Like I would never, I, I would never in my life do the shit to people that people have done to me. I would like, I I can't, my mind won't even allow me to go there. Even when I was very like, um, I won't say vengeful, but even when I was in my segment stage when I was like very angry and I wanted to get some people back um and I was very mean I never would sit back and plot to get back at somebody like in a manner in which motherfuckers in a manner in which people do that but 
I digress. <laughs> People get stuck in that phase like, oh my God, why? But why? You know? Like, I think that's the stage before victimhood, right? You you go into the victimhood stage and then it's like, oh my God, they just, you know, everybody... Right. So some people I get, I, I understand. This is how I understand it. Now I've tried to drag them to solution to resolve so we can move on. They're not ready. Right. So I'm the closer. So I understand why this holding space thing was kind of difficult for me because when I come in, I'm let's fix it. Okay. What, how I don't like to see people hurt. I don't like to see people sad. I don't like to see people in pain, but I have come to learn that we have to process things in our own way and in our own time, right? In our own way and in our own time. (laughs) So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. are times in people's lives in all of our lives every last one of us have have faced this on some level right be it the death of a loved one be it a serious breakup be it a you know anything that ends anything that happens in your life that you're used to continuously happening um constantly happening And it ends abruptly or it just, you know, friendship. This could be a 30-year friendship. This could be whatever the case may be. There is nothing that happens in our life that stays the same. So whenever these things end, it's a death, right? And depending on how we process things, it could be pretty detrimental for some people. Like, I I look at some people sometimes, like, in relationships when they... (laughs) (laughs) when their relationships end and I'm not laughing, but I'm a different type person when it comes to relationships ending, right? Like I totally have a different understanding, but they are devastated, like devastated. Like, you know, when people say can't eat, can't sleep, like that thing, that thing for some people is really real, right? Um, and that is when you want to hold space for somebody. When someone passes away when someone's devastating and devastating devastated and they just don't have any understanding of what's going on in the world right now or in their life or you know sometimes people can't eat you got to remind them have you eaten today have you drank water let me fix you something to eat um have you taken a bath have you changed you know you want to offer you want to hold space maybe um like for me I would probably like cook food for them because I love to cook um and I've been told that my food has so much love in it yeah catering coming soon anyway um that my food has love in it draw them a spiritual bath like I think that is the most amazing idea like when my cousin um, lost her mom I gave her a spiritual bath but what I should have actually done is went in the bathroom cleared it prepared it and drew the bath for her and told her to go get in the bath but 
but I like, but you know, that's neither here nor there. I can't go back, but there are times what I'm trying to do in this segment right here is just show you the times in which, you know, you should hold space, right? Do nothing but hold space, do things for people that they are absolutely positively unable to do for themselves. Now, some people such as myself, and this is just real, um, I am working on this, but it's an issue. We like allowing people to give me things like allowing people to do things for me. I don't like people to do things for me. And, and it, it, you know, it would be hard to hold space for someone like that. I, I remember when my mom transitioned and, um, I had finally got my family situated, right? And I was just sitting in my living room with the lights out, right? Just sitting in the chair, just numb, right? Numb. And people kept calling and kept calling. And I remember I would, I, it got to a point where I answered the phone and they said, you know, what they said. And I said, let me call you back. That was just all that I could muster. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't hear another. I'm sorry. I just couldn't. I was numb. Like that was the first time that I had got to sit with my, um, with my pain, right. Or with my loss, with my grief. And, uh, it would be difficult to hold space for somebody like that. But there were people around me that did do things like they, they would go get food. Um, they would, um, you know, did you eat? They would do things. They would remind me, Oh, you got to do such and such. So, um, but usually for me when I'm hurting and I know a lot of people like that, like I like to, self-soothe right you know what I mean I don't like people to do things for me I I will do it for myself I'll self-soothe I'll get myself to a point where okay I'm 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 good right it's nothing that anybody can do to soothe me then there are other people that you know there's nothing that you can do to soothe them either but they like people around right they like to have people around I like to be alone where other people like to have people around them these are times when you would hold space for someone right not solutions you don't have to have the answers you're not required to have the answer be there for them if they need to cry right hold them if they need to be held and just be present for them you want to take away all the busyness right you don't want them to you don't want any added stress or confusion or chaos around them. You just handle all the things on the outside. Does that make sense? So that would be a time that you hold space. Those would be times when you hold space. Because sometimes people, there are some people that, you know, people look at like, oh God, you're so strong. You're so strong. Like a lot of people were saying that to me, like when my mom passed, right? Um, Oh, you're so strong. You're so strong. I was dying on the inside, but I wasn't going to show them that. But in my self-soothing, I could get myself strong enough, prepared enough to show up because I felt like my whole family was dependent on me. And that if I fell apart, like my whole family was going to 
um, fall apart. But even that was wrong because you, you're you not required to be the burden bearer for other people. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. But even that was wrong because had I just completely collapsed, I would have showed my entire family how you how how to process how to process but to be like oh you got to be strong you know she wouldn't want y'all stop doing that too because y'all don't know what somebody wants or just okay I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story here I remember years ago my friend um his grandfather died right and I remember I was outside in the front of my mom's house and he was driving on the street and he stopped and I knew his grandfather had died or whatever. So we start talking, he pulled over and we, um, we were talking and he was, I remember him saying to me that, you know, he said, people are calling me and they keep saying, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss on this, on that. He was like, I want people to shut up. He was like, what are they sorry about? He was like, what are they sorry for? They didn't lose anything. Why do they keep saying he's in a better place? They don't know that he's in a better place. Like he was just a free thinker, like a deep thinker, right? And all I did was listen because back then I really didn't know what to say, right? I did not know what to say. Um, and we ended up, you know, he, he was leaving and I told him I'd see him at the funeral or whatever. So um, I remember going in the house like totally feeling helpless almost because I, did, I couldn't help him right? I couldn't help him. I didn't, I didn't know what to do for him. And I went in the house and I said, mom, I said, mom, mom, uh, such and such his grandfather died. I was like, he's really like, he's really taking it hard. I, and I said, and I said, mom, I don't know what to say to people when someone dies. I don't, I don't know what to do in those instances, right? I don't know what to say. And I remember my mom saying, you don't say nothing. She said, you don't say anything. I was like, huh? She's like, you don't say anything. She said, when you see him next at the funeral, she said, you walk up to him and you grab his hand and you just hold his hand. And when I went to his grandfather's funeral, that is exactly, exactly what I did. Right? Just exactly what I did. And I remember later after the fact, he came to me, he came to me and he told me, he said, you doing that made all the difference in the world for me. He said, because in that moment he was so overwhelmed and just me coming and holding his hand, like offered him some type of like grounding. It offered him some kind of like just a place where he could ground himself right in that moment. And I never, ever, ever, ever forgot that. Now, holding space for yourself is another thing, which was like, I think monumental for me. Um, and I, I got a great understanding from this. I think instantly when something happens, we feel like, um, we got to have like me, like, okay, what, what am I going to do? What's the answer? Well, how am I going to fix this? Da, 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 da. I want to process things like very, very quickly, right? 
I want to process things very, very quickly. I want to assess what is happening, right? Because the way my my um, intuition is set up, I always have to know that I'm safe, right? I always have to know that I'm safe. So I want to assess the situation quickly. And there's nothing wrong with that. But where I think I get into an area that's great for me is um, not taking the time. Okay, it's fine to do an assessment. You do an assessment, right? But taking the time to really sit with how you feel, sit with what happened, right? Process. Oh, oh, okay. So this is really what it is. Or I lost this or, oh my gosh, you know, really allow yourself to sit with what's happening. The truth of what's happening, not necessarily building on the story because Lord have mercy, People and these this story building is out of control. And that's adding stuff to a situation that really ain't happened. Okay? But that's a whole nother that's another another segment. But um allowing myself to process. So I do the assessment most times in the past until now. I do the assessment and that's it. Like I've I've assessed, made my determination, and it's done, right? But I never allowed myself to sit in it to see how I feel, to ask, why do I feel like this? To ask, why is this here? What is this here to show me? Most times, instantly, we want to cut people off. We want to cut, 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 cut. That's all we know how to do. Mm, I ain't going to talk to that person. Mm-mm, they negative. They this, they that. First of all, what? Whatever someone else is doing doesn't have shit to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. And in your assessment, if you determine um, it's always someone else and it's never you, that's a whole problem. But again, that's another show. But I think we have, because we were never taught how to process our emotions or how to feel what we feel, or many times as a child, I mean, I'll admit it, like, you know, say you get a whooping, now go lay your butt down and go to um, bed. For one, you understand what you did, you did, but you don't understand this, this violent assault, this attack on you and you don't understand why somebody that loves you could inflict pain on you and then you have to soothe yourself with no understanding as to why I get what I did but I don't get what you just did type situation you understand so the problem as the problem with us being adults because we we never had anybody come to our bedside and say or come to where we were when we were crying sobbing hysterically and still to this day I can't I can't stand to hear an adult or a child like cry from their soul. I can't stand to hear it. Um, I just want to run to them and, and, and hold them. Right. But because we weren't, we had never had anybody come to our bedside and say, you know what, baby, I, you know, I didn't want to do that. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I'm sorry for what I did, but talk you through it talk you through it like this is a way this is um not maybe the best way but this is a way that you were punished for what you did right um 
But I, I never had that. I never had anybody come to me after they did something, said something, whatever, as a child and say, you know, talk me through it. I never had that. So I had to self-soothe. And in that self-soothing, it's something that I carry into my adult life, right? It's something that I carried into my adult life. And I, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm being completely 100. I don't know if I'll ever be any different. Like, um, I... Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be any different, but that's what that stems from, right? But what I, and I think at some point you, your emotions click, you know, something like you can be hurt the same way so many times. And eventually I think your emotions click and like, you know what? Nobody's ever going to do that to me again, right? And you click off and whatever happens you you disconnect from the pain like when it happens mm, you want an outside viewing it but you're not sitting in it right and by not sitting in it you can't understand why it keeps happening um so you have to allow yourself to be present you have to allow yourself to be present and assess but you also have to process right you have to process and allow yourself to feel what just happened right what just happened? Don't build stories. Don't immediately, I know you immediately want to get on the phone with other members, you know, your friends or your family to try to process it. And then they going to put they stink on it when they don't even really know what the hell happened. Most times people, um, want to put their opinions of the person on it. And none of that has to actually do with the person or the situation. So you should really process things alone by yourself process you process it right and then now this is holding space for yourself now then after you've processed assessed process and you got resolved and you got answers right then if you want to uh bring other people in and but people that you trust like people that you trust not people with hidden agendas not people that want to know what what pain that you're going through so they can at a later date throw back in your face not people that want to see you in pain the people that that want to see you hurt not those type of people people that you really really trust right people that you really really trust that want the best for you that love you and support you and truly want the best for you not the other people okay not the other people and you and you can decipher who these people are like i can decipher these people on one hand with a couple fingers right they don't ever like it's the people that are like you know, that they always have a kind word. They don't use the opportunity to throw, you know, smash your face in your own shit, right? That they always offer up solutions, but only, you know, who those people are. And to be honest, not all of us even have a single person like that in our whole entire, in our whole entire squad. And that's just the nature of it is what it is. Some of us, again, that's another segment. How do you determine who's true and who's fake but after you've processed it and you have an understanding if at that time you could lay it to bed if you want to but if you you want to talk to other people you know that you trust about it to get a different perspective you can do that 
But self-soothing requires holding space, not self-soothing, Lord and mercy. Holding space for yourself means taking that time, taking that time. Don't try to figure out how you're going to fix it. This is like assessment and processing. Like why, what, what the, and what is this here to show me? Holding space for yourself is paramount. And I think so often we don't take the time. We don't take the time. We just either go instantly into warrior mode or kill mode. Like we don't take the time. We just like, and that's how kids react. Like kids don't know how to do anything, but react, right? Because what instantly, okay, alarm, alarm. Someone's trying to hurt me, right? But as adults, we should be processing things on a greater, grander scale. Just my thinking. What? So in closing, um, we've talked about during this podcast, um, taking up space and what taking up space is what taking up space is not one thing that I would say, uh, I learned most about this process is how to show up for other people, right? When they are experience, experiencing things, you don't have to have all the answers, right? There are things that happen in our lives, situations that happen in our lives, be it death, end of a relationship, uh, end of friendships, whatever the case may be, that's a death because something ended, right? And you don't have to have all the answers, right? There's no easy fix. There are things that happen in our life that there is no easy fix. There's no easy way out of it. You have to sit in it and allow yourself to feel it like, man. I just lost something. I just lost someone. I just ended a friendship. Uh, Whatever the case may be, allow yourself to feel it. Wow, I just lost someone I love or my my mom just passed or whatever the case may be. We have to allow ourselves to sit in it. The problem with now, how life is now and how we always want to appear you know, lights, camera, action, like we're always on and we're always good that we don't allow ourselves to feel, right? So we don't allow ourselves to feel. We don't allow ourselves to process. We don't, we don't ask the questions like, man, what is this here to teach me? Like we don't allow ourselves to cry, be upset. We just want to either be numb or just pretend that it's not happening at happening at all and detach and that is not proper healing that is not how you heal I've learned during this research how to actually hold space for myself like um take time sit back and take time and different things that happen in my life sit back take some time to fully process it fully process like man that was crazy (laughs) like what wow, what is this here to learn? What is this here to teach me? Why do I feel this way? Wow, I just lost this. I just, I I feel a way about what just happened. Why do I feel a way about what just happened? How are, how am I going to move forward 
with this situation or with this person. We don't, we don't, I don't, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop saying we, but it applies to a lot of people. But sometimes I don't allow myself to sit in what it is that I feel. I just move on, right? Uh, Nope, not in my timeline. And I move on, but I need to start sitting back and observing and sitting back and figuring out why things happen the way they do. Not the necessarily the why, but the what and the what is, what is this here to teach me? I, I've, my takeaway from this research is also that, um, although I, like I said, I give of myself from a very pure place. I'm always, well, I don't like to see people sad. I don't like to see people upset. Um, so I instantly go into, let me fix it mode. Let me fix it, but I can't fix it, right? There's some things for people that we are, we experience in life that I cannot fix. I don't have the answers. And when my takeaway is when people call me or they, um, want my instruction or that not even my instruction, maybe I need to just clarify, do you want me to listen or do you want my help? Because I instantly go into fix it mode. I'm miss fix it. So I've had some really good takeaways from this research and going forward, I'm going to show up in the world differently. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I hope that this particular episode helps you, um, in a way that has helped me. So that's what I really wanted to share with you guys today. You know, I love you. I truly do. I truly do. Grow in peace. Let's get better. Love. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support My Truth Official, you can find me on every social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Truth Official. Also in the green room on Spotify, my username is Sage Soul. I thank you guys for listening. Join me and the other Trubians as we continue to uplift each other, support each other in love. Thank you for listening. You know I love you. Grow in peace. Love.